0: Jay from the hills of Texas and AK Mike in Texas in Arizona. Yeah, well, uh, welcome to uh, Arizona. If you're uh, on our YouTube channel, you can see that uh, Arizona Mike or AK Mike is visiting AZ Mike. So uh, we had a, a special uh, week that uh, I just happened to be off work, as you can probably see from the scruffiness that I <laughs> can I both have. And uh, anyway, he came out to the house and uh, wanted to visit the new shop and uh, and build on some planes. And so we uh, we've been able to go fly. And and uh, anyway, we're uh, here we are. We're here we are. We're we're uh, glad that he's here. Just missing Jay. But Jay's preparing for a uh, big shindig for the Fourth of July coming around the corner uh, down that's in right. Texas. That's right. Yeah. You got some uh, folks coming in.
1: Yeah, I wasn't invited. So that's why I came to. Mind. Yeah. Well, there you go. See,
2: just, we
0: weren't invited.
1: Yeah. forget
2: it well you guys were going to get together mike was going to use his uh, refund ticket for not making it out in february so that's true so
0: this is his february visit that should have happened in february but because of the snowstorm, it didn't happen so
2: and and you almost didn't make it right you you got in like super late
1: uh yeah there was a a couple of delays because of the storm yeah yeah
0: yeah, he was supposed to be in at like nine PM and he wound up coming in around ten, some ten thirty or something. Yeah. So I uh matter of fact, I was on the phone with Jay going around and around in circles. So <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Well, uh the good news is, is uh with Mike here, we were able to go fly, but you, my friend, uh were able to go fly as well.
2: Yes, yes. Uh I got out with Jim again and we went out flying and I have to say it was happy days. Um in fact the past two times we've gone out have been actually fantastic. You know, uh, a couple episodes ago, you know, I, I, I think I told you guys a story with the whole crosswind stuff and Jim just had a terrible time and, you know, pretty much all of his planes came back in, in some sort of disrepair. And the, mm-hmm. the next time we went out, took them all out. We re 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 in the planes again, everything flew great. Um, and one of the things that I think that helped with the success was Jim, I guess I, I did enough browbeating on, on everybody, on Jim, especially, um, Jim was flying with, uh, uh older Futaba radio. And a lot of times we get out there and Jim would be, you know, he'd be trying to switch the modules in the back and, you know, he's sw- going between planes and he's switching, you know, uh, different frequencies and, and different, uh, radio brands. And last year he, uh, bought, went ahead and bought himself a, uh, I think it was a uh, Radio Master 16S radio. Brand spanking new top of the line. It's a you know uh uses OpenTX, kind of a Tyrannis style radio, but way modernized, has a touch screen, it does all the stuff. It it was slick. And every time we get out and he's he's fumbling with his older Futaba, I'd be like, hey Jim, why don't you just program that in your uh your new, you know, Radio Master and you don't have to keep switching the modules. It just does it automatically right. with its internal, you know, system. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I should, you know, start putting radio, you know, models on that thing. And, and every time he'd come out and he'd be funneling with his Futaba, I'd give him some smart, you know, remark about using his new radio. Well, he kind of took me, he finally took me up on it and he dove in and actually programmed in about three or four models and came back out to that field, you know, uh, last week or so. And, we went out and flew. Great success. Everything flew. I got everything trimmed out. Things are working fantastic. No problems. And we just went out again to fly again. And then we kind of ran into some problems. But nothing major. It's just that um, the the good news is, uh, you know, like I said, the firmware that the the radio, the Taranis or these style of radios would use is OpenTX. Well, right, you know... Uh, A.K. Mike knows because he has a trans system, but uh, they haven't updated that system in like two years. So if you think about your spectrum, you know, you go a couple of months and then you check online and you go, oh, man, I I should update my firmware. Right.
0: And then you got some
2: new option or they 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 worked out some bug or something. Well, the OpenTX just stopped putting out updates. And uh, not to say that that's terribly bad. I mean, the software seems to work. Um, doesn't really have major problems or anything. So, you know, it's very mature for what it does. But there was no updates coming out. And um, so basically people wanted, you know, who have these newer, newer radios, they weren't really being represented in the, that OpenTX software. So I guess some really smart guys got together and they, they went ahead and talked to the creators of OpenTX and said, hey, do you mind if we forked this off? from OpenTX And we, we get a new software that deals with these newer radios and, and stuff that we want to put in. And of course the guys that were there were like, yeah, okay, if that's what you want to do, you know, just call it something else. And lo and behold, you get edge, uh, edge TX or yeah, edge TX instead of open TX, it's edge TX. And, uh, so it's, it has the latest and greatest stuff. And the nice part about it, like I said, on Jim's, uh, radio master, um, it has a touch screen. It has all this cool stuff, but on OpenTX that it doesn't work. It's a color screen and everything. It that stuff doesn't really work at all. And now on this new this new uh, firmware, boy, it works lickety split. And you can have like uh, all these different tabs that you can just press and look at different information. They, they I think they call them widgets or wid- yeah. Yeah, widgets, yeah. and so they open up, they give you all sorts of different information from telemetry to you know model specs, to radio freaks, to wh- whatever you want to put in there, you can wow. set it up for however you like. It's really pretty slick. So I, I've been, you know, Jim actually talked me into updating my firmware, so I updated it on my, my old Taranis here, and although my Taranis is uh, slightly older than his, it's not obsolete or anything, uh, but it has a black and white screen, so I don't get all the cool touchscreen stuff or any of that. Right. But the nice part about switching over from OpenTX to, you know, this Edge TX is, is that all the little nuances that they're correcting and for, you know, things that are bugs or new software or new hard basically for new hardware for things that are coming out or, or whatever... Um, that have been ultra slow on OpenTX. Well now with this edge TX, they're just pop you know they're just popping out new stuff for it and new new things and automated stuff. It, it's it's quite, you know, nice. So yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it.
0: So all of that said and done and you guys are having this great deal, uh Jim I think wants to fly his Panther, right? The EDF. Yes. You have a Tyrannus radio, and he now has a Tyrannus radio. They can talk to one another via, like, buddy box. So that's the next
2: logical two, step. Two right? ways they can, t- they can talk. Uh, you can do it wired, or you can do it wireless. Okay. So, so it's just like the spectrum.
0: Gotcha. All right. And, and then, from what I understand, you guys tried that
2: we did and uh, I'm not going to say it was a smoking failure, but it uh, <laughs> it turns out that um, with w- let me put it this way, openTX the firmware and when you're playing and, and adjusting things, sometimes you got very lost and it, because you have to think like the guys who programmed it. So if you're you're not quite into the way they think and do things and the way they, they want to operate their firmware, it was real easy to get lost. So the nice part about the Edge software, it it makes sense to common people. If you look at it, you go, oh, okay, I remember to do this thing. It was really complicated on OpenTX, but on the Edge, you know, Edge TX, you go, oh, okay, I get it. I I have to change this. I have to change that. Oh, that makes sense. Well, uh, for Jim, as he was setting stuff up, um, you know, something got, was off. So basically everything worked, right? You know, I could control the Panther. Right if I was on the slave, but the problem was, my rudder was controlling my Ailerons, right? So if I, uh, let me, I said that wrong. If I wanted to use my Ailerons, right? I go, if I use my Aileron stick, nothing happened. If I just started moving all the sticks, if I move my rudder stick, that moved the that moved the Ailerons. And we're like, oh, well you just have to, we just have to switch them or something got, you know, that's where I, oh, transmortified. That's, that's, that's where I am <laughs> from, from that, doing that stuff, but anyway. Sorry about that folks. It was an inside joke with the, with the guys here. But anyway, so um basically the 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 it was misconfigured in his the master radio. Something had got mis uh, had been uh misplaced or something was ticked on and we right. had to kind of figure that out and you know, we kind of spent our whole morning instead of flying, you know, dealing with that, but you know, he went home. I went home. I was making phone calls, digging through YouTube, and we, fin- you know, Jim finally figured it out, and so he's got it all, all figured out and ready to go for next time. So we 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 hashed out that problem.
0: What what was the
2: story? Okay, so they have a they have a screen that's set up for trainer a trainer screen, and on that trainer screen, they list out you know the controls that you're going to be using. Right, you got your throttle, aileron, rudder, you know, etc. And so. Even though it looks, you know, the numbers may correspond with, you know, uh, like with his system. I think, uh, I think it's what throttle first is number one, ailerons number two, elevators three, and rudders four, right? And so that that was those numbers corresponded with the you know the lettering of what we had there. Well, so remember, like if you were setting up a delta wing on on the spectrum, right, and and then you're like, okay, I got to set up for delta. Um, I should, it says I should plug this port into this one and I should plug this into that when you plug it in and it's, and it would be wrong. Yes. And you're like, ah, the, the Delta, that didn't work out right. And so then you go to reverse it and then it was doing all sorts of Weird one, thing. wonky yeah. things. And then it was like, okay, uh, I, I got the things backwards or I had my servos back. Yeah. Well, you just keep working on it until you get it right. Mm-hmm. You know, you, sometimes you get it right off the bat. Sometimes you don't, you might have to reverse one or two things. That's kind of how this was. The, that, that list that said, you know, uh, each, each radio has its own mapping, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of, of the radio, of how, how things are supposed to work. Well, even though we both, we, like I said, he has a, his brand is a radio master. And then he was using the, we were, the slave was a, was a Tyrannus. So they were, they were both on different maps. Oh. And so, therefore, when they went to talk to each other, right, everything lined up and was talking except for the Aileron. The Aileron would say, hey, I'm here, and then would pop out on his radio as the rudder. So, basically, we had to go into that trainer page, move things around until we, we could get it to work right, basically. It's kind of a trial and error. And most of the guys that said, well, we don't know exactly why it does that, but, you know, you just have to get in there, you know, whatever – Start trading around that one that doesn't work until it'll work. You know, you have three chances to get it right. So I wish I had a more scientific explanation, but it was just one of those, yeah, keep working it till you, it pops out. And I'm sure somebody's going to write up or figure that uh, out I mean, later to, on, you know, because the, the software is a little new, you know,
1: you'll see the, see what it is. I mean, you'll, you'll be able to look at it now that you've set it up and it's right. You'll be able to go, oh, this is why,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, right? It should yeah. be logical, I yeah. would
0: think. So were you doing this wirelessly or but wired? Damn. No, it was wired. So there was, was an wired. actual cable going between the two boxes. Yes. And why so did you choose the same to...
1: pro- it? would be the same problem with the wireless. Cable.
0: Yeah, but why why did you choose to do a wired instead of wirelessly?
2: Um we needed another uh we needed another transmitter. Meaning not a transmitter in a, as a radio. Okay, so the his His 16, his uh, the Radiomaster 16 S or whatever, uh, it has an internal has an internal uh, uh, not receiver, but transmitter inside right. of it, right? And that does all the different uh, brands of radios. Well, when you do the, uh, the wireless thing, it needs an external hookup up as well. So if you have an external box to do something, you hook that in, and then that will talk to the slave. If you're going to do it wirelessly, or you can get a dongle, which Jim got a dongle for later on. We haven't he hadn't it didn't come. Uh, so that would have been the soup the easier solution. Right. So uh, I was supposed to bring the extra transmitter module, but as right. of course I was kicking it all around the room in here. And then, you know, Jim's like, hey, just bring yours out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll bring it out. Where the heck did it go? (sighs) You know, I couldn't find (laughs) it. So I called him up before it came out and said, bring your wire, you know, bring your cable, man. I can't find it. And then when you got home, it was sitting right on your desk? Yeah, of course. I tripped over it (laughs) and sprained my ankle. Ah.
0: (laughs) So, uh, all right. So now I guess Jim figured out the problem then, and now he's ready. You guys are ready to go back out and. And kind of do your thing
2: right we're ready to go back out and try it again so we have to cut the field and he volunteered to do that for oh, well wow. uh, uh, actually the next day we're waiting for some rain uh, to come out and wet the field down <laughs> so so it won't be a dust to you know speaking <laughs> of rain there. uh kind of off topic but we were uh,
0: just sitting out on the back uh, porch and uh, mike got rained on here in arizona so it was very, rare. Okay. very rare very that- rare but uh, the very cool thing was, is that uh, you know it was kind of like really high clouds. It didn't really look like rain, and then it started raining, and this this perfect rainbow came over from one side to the other. So I was
2: say, Was it a, was it a double rainbow? Well, it, double it rainbow, a double rainbow. But oh. it was
0: a full rainbow. Which uh, this is the
2: second one we've seen
0: this week. So that's kind of neat. It's just summertime wow. here in Arizona. So. Well, uh, so that was frustrating because you were out there for a while, and then you kind of went home, and yeah, you really didn't get to fly
2: much. No, we didn't. But you know, we're still, you know, like you said, we're still learning the radio. Sure. Um, the nice thing is, I'm so you know, my I'm so happy that my badgering is paid off because you know, and I can understand why Jim public was humiliation on our podcast do- is paid <laughs> off. Is that what you're saying, Jim? We apologize. Hey, negative reinforcement sometimes works. Yeah, we're not him. We aren't. Jim. We support you, Jim. <laughs> Call us if you need help. <laughs> well, I, I I am so I am so proud that he made the switch because. Yeah. I, and I can understand it because once again, he found the edge software. He was the That's one that impressive. he knew yeah. about it. Yeah. I didn't even know right. about it. And I, and I understand why he was hesitant to, to work with the OpenTX software because either you, you get it or you don't right. how how that stuff works. And even on, you know, my, you know, I have one of the radios with open it, you know, and I was very hesitant and I only have a few things on that, on that, you know, particular radio. But now that I've worked with the edge, I'm going to put more stuff on there because it's easier to do. Yeah, it, it, and it makes true. a lot that's more true. sense.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I'm so happy for Jim. And the nice part about it is, you know, we had to swap. He would normally swap between his two transmitter modules. And it was so nice because he didn't have to do that. And the And the third thing that's going to be great, whenever we would do it before with his older radios and, you know, with Buddy mm-hmm. Box, well, then, he, you know, we had to get out the cables, then we had to plug in the thing, and then we'd take the modules out. And then, then of course, we'd go to fly, and things weren't working at first. And and it would be like, oh, I have to put the radio into trainer mode in order to go fly. And he'd, he'd be over there fiddling yeah, with know. it and pressing buttons and, and doing a little dance. And, you know, and then he'd get it to work, and it would work. Where now that he's figured out the problem, now you just pick up the radio, and everything's going to work. Right. There's no more... Fiddling with pulling things out or making sure you put things in, because once it's once he puts it in the the radio and it's global, which is a a term that they use for, you know, throughout the radio for all your models after that, you know, you'll have a you'll have a training switch or you'll have a training, you know, set up so you don't have to do anything. So it's really nice. And this one talks to you as well, right? Oh yeah, it talks to you. Not only, like I said, not only, you can play games on it. Yeah, that's I don't know why why you want to play with games on your transmitter while you're flying? You can after play you're games on House the Royals, thing. You know yeah, yeah. It this you can have it. Yeah. It's it's, it's real easy to set up for voice, so you can have your own voice on it if you yeah. want to. You can uh, you know, like I said, the pictures, like for the models for right. the planes. So I found there's a website that has over four thousand models hmm. on it. So, the nice part is you, call, you go to the website, you have some abstract model, and somebody's already uploaded a picture, all the details, data, and you can just download that right into, your, into the, the radio. The, and the next thing that I really like is, you know, doing the firmware. Like, like I said, on the old Tyrannus, to get the newer firmware on there, you had to take out, take out the SD card, put it in a reader, put it in your computer, do your, you know, once again, do your dance, do the thing upload the stuff. Hopefully your bootloader would work. And it, it just was a, not a, a two, a terrible, terrible, you know, problem, but it, it, it was a, it was a bit of a goat rope. Now, you know, I went ahead and did it on, on my radio with this new system. And there's like three, three or four different ways you can do it. The way that I just described with just using the SD card, you can use, they have this, uh, uh, they have this edge TX, uh, Firmware loader, you could use that. That's kind of standalone. And the way I ended up doing it was they have a a separate standalone online, you know, version that you just, you know, bring it up in your, you know, save it to your web page. Bring up the web page, put in your USB uh, plug in the back. Tell it you want, you know, to check your radio, see if you have the, you know, the latest and greatest uh, firmware. Checks for you, loads it up for you then it tells you hey these are the things that you need to add to your uh, SD card like new voices new this yeah. new that it's it's slick so i was like woo, that's i like yeah. that so
0: well we're excited to see uh, the next time you guys go out what uh, you know how it feels and what what's the new deal and
1: i mean if we're ever invited there yeah that's true i mean never, we never know. Out.
2: well you know me it's just best to come that's true. you know it's hard for me to say no that's once you're there if i pull up in the driveway of my rig he can't <laughs> kick me out I can just stay in the train. No, I
1: can't. No, I (laughs) can just park in the (laughs) train. I can't even get get out of my RV. Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the good news is, it sounds like you guys had uh, you know at least a productive uh, day, although albeit that you weren't flying. And um, the we were having this conversation after Jay was driving back, and uh, Jay was kind of giving us a a heads up of what we were going to talk about on the podcast. And uh, he basically said that uh, Jim's radio, he was transmorgifying all of the. Um, you know, details of his radio, and we all started laughing because I I started laughing, and I'm like, "What are you just making up words?" And Jay said, "Yeah, it's a made up word." And AK Mike is like, "No, actually, it's not. It's a Scrabble word, and it does exist." <laughs> so he pulled it up on his phone, and uh, anyway, that's how the transmorgify. We thought Jay was just throwing out some you know word that just came to jumbled up in his mind. He but, has been known to do that, and yeah, he has been not, known yeah. to. Not, like, uh, escape. Yeah, yeah, escape, exactly. escape. That's it. But Transmorgify so, does not
1: fit in that category. It didn't, no. and
0: so we were very, very impressed. So anyway, so our episode is uh, Transmorgify, which brings us to our uh, second uh, half of the uh, the podcast. Is that uh, AK Mike got to uh, go to the field? We uh, we went out to Sun Valley Flyers, and uh, we got um, you know we we kind of went out there. Uh, he you know we got up and he's like hey man it's a nice day let's go and uh let's get out there before the you know the wind's really kick up and so uh we we threw a couple airplanes i think we took the, uh, L-39. the L39 and then we took the uh fun racer we did and we took the new 3D hobby shot uh, 3D um Aero Ventures one that we got at the uh uh-huh. Oh you did. Oh that's yeah. awesome. Yeah so um anyway Long story short, we uh, we went out there and uh, kind of broke in the uh, L-39. You can see it sitting right back there if you're on our YouTube channel. And if you're not, go to YouTube.com and uh, type in Park Flyer Podcast and kind of give us a thumbs up and subscribe to our YouTube channel. But uh, the blue L-39 had a uh, gear door because uh, it got kind of dinged up last time we were flying it. And uh, so I replaced the gear door, replaced the uh, main gear doors, um did some uh, other modifications to it. And uh, cause remember, I crashed it up at the uh, electric festival. And this is the first time nice I got out, it. Yeah. You know, first time I get back to it. So uh, anyway, what? Uh, well, let Mike kind of pick it up from there and tell us, uh, you know, what he thought about flying it. Because uh, I went out and test flew it. Made sure it was all ready to go. And then uh, then I put another battery in, hand the throttle over to uh, to Mike. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've flown. <laughs> Well, just one minute.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I put that thing in the air, and you know, it made me instantly nervous. It flies pretty fast. And it was the first plane I've flown all day as well. So, you know, good news is it's got a really awesome uh, control board in there. It keeps mm-hmm. that thing nice and level. But, I, you know, right out of the gate, it got away from me in terms of, like, visually, I didn't know where it was. And it was a little – no yeah. – it was a little far out there, and that's a pretty common thing for me to do. But in this case, the wind was blowing pretty good, and I had I was banking left, and then when I looked up, it's like, what happened? It's like I was banking left. Why did it like it change? Like what's going on? Right. And so I was a little bit nervous about it. He goes, well, you know, you know what you just put in? It's like, yeah, I just put in a bank left command, and it it isn't doing that anymore. And so I was kind of like, you know, you know, somewhat panicked. Right. I guess. I mean just fixed it. And, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit more plane than I normally fly. So, so we, so I was flying it around and, and I was flying a little far away. He's like, yeah, bring it in. Which is pretty standard for Mike to say that to me because I tend to fly my planes a little flat far out, this is which true. doesn't make sense. Right. Because, but uh, we were talking about that. It's like, well, why is it so far out? Well, one it's fast. So if you turn nice and easy, <laughs> It's six miles away before you get turned around all the <laughs> right. way. So that's an issue.
2: Plus, this left hand doesn't have to be all the way up. You can oh, bring yeah, it right. no, right, no, right, right, right. right. It was half right. right. was half right. right. right.
1: right. 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 I'm oh, just But kidding. still, it's still getting away from me because it's a fast plane. And so we, so we spent the, I don't know, must have been six or eight batteries uh, learning how to bring that tighter uh, to us, you know, make it tighter turns using rudder to make the turn tighter as well. And also so that the nose isn't pointing straight up into the sky as I'm turning, et cetera, et cetera. And so it was just a matter of, you know, doing, I think by the last time I never landed it, cause it was just so gusty and windy. Even Mike, you know, as good as Mike's a flyer, the wind was just really challenging him every time he tried to bring it to the ground. I think there was two uh, greasers that he was able to do. And it's only because the moment he got to the runway the gust stopped yeah. long enough for him to put it down. And then after he put it down, it would get blown over, and he'd have to aileron the, into the wind just to keep the thing from falling over. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I'd never landed the thing. I think if I had, you know, a few more batteries, we, I probably would have been more comfortable with that. But just, I did try to bring it down for a landing one time. I had the gear down. I was bringing it down, but I came in way too fast, way too high. And uh, so it was, it was going to get down on the tarmac until, you know, last quarter of the runway. There's just no way you're, you're keeping that on the runway. So I went around. I gave it to Mike. Because, uh, of course, you know, it's three minutes battery. So if you, miss your, <laughs> if you miss your landing, yeah, that's a problem. So Mike grabbed it, and he's like, he juiced it to get as, as much height as he could get so he could <laughs> come around, just so he could bring it around. And uh, he, he actually got that back on the ground without any trouble, but. Yeah, so so overall, it was a lot of fun to fly. Um, I don't even think I flew the fundraiser. I think no, was, we, uh, we, were, we were having, you were having issues, trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that thing was the the motor was doing something funny whenever you tried to gas it, mm-hmm. so uh, wouldn't it, it wouldn't properly
0: work. Yeah, it uh, you know the um, the L thirty nine we had uh, what probably ten batteries or so. Yeah. You know, I charged them all up, and so. Uh, you know, yeah. I I flew the first one, maybe two, just to kind of get it all leveled out. The wind was incredibly gusty. Matter, matter of fact, uh, Mike, uh, first time actually, is it the first time you've been out there with the turbines or no? Uh, what do you mean? I've seen turbines fly there before. Yeah. So okay. Came. Well, but every, almost everybody had turbines out there this. That's weekend. true. They're all heavy planes. Yes, yeah, They're all big. They, they these were the big guys. Like my L-39 the, that I get on the table over there. Um, one of the guys that owns a similar one, he's got that out there, <laughs> and uh, so he, you know, he was flying it, and he's flying it with a one ninety. So I think is just hauling the mail, right? And it sounds really good, looks really good. I think uh, Tony Gary was, Tony there. was Tony out was there flying. with uh, his T forty five. I don't know if the blue uh, Gary one the had end. the T forty five. Who's the other dude at the end? Um, the last Craig had the, yeah, yeah, the, the, it, the Craig. rebel yeah. out yeah. there. So that's um, a nice little complaint. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, I think Mike showed up with his uh, Panther, but I don't know if he ever. Blew it. or cougar he has a cougar um but yeah we had uh you know really gusty conditions it was almost almost across the uh runway and uh gary almost oh my gosh we we were impressed with them because he uh he came in for a landing and it, it just got a just a hopper where it just you know he was coming in and a flare and all of a sudden the airplane just whoop, went skyward in this huge gust and it came over the fence where everybody was standing and he was already into the power. Thank goodness. And he, I saw the nose push over, which is what I was screaming. Nose over, push over. And he threw the nose over and accelerated and then got out of it. And, uh, but we, we lucked out that it didn't come flying into the pits, but, uh, you know, for us flying a really lightweight airplane, cause these airplanes are huge. Uh, it wound up being, you know, a little, a little gusty. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, I th- I think, uh, you know, Mike's uh, landings would have had the wind been a little less crosswindish and more down the runway. I'd have been. I fine. think I think he would have been. I, fun, I agree right?
1: with that. Yeah, just just managing all that all that gustiness. But there. it
0: it was. Uh, I mean, I literally was cross controlling. You know, wing down and rudder, and and Mike's like, dude, you're coming in like at this huge crab, crab angle, yeah. and then just whipping it out at the last second. Yeah, dropping the wing into the wind and just kind of plopping it on in the. First time I came in was with full flaps, and it just did not want to do that in the wind. So, the ones he's talking about where I greased them on were actually no flap landings. Yeah, so. I mean that was the first time I've ever. I mean I've seen dust devils before,
1: but well, That oh, was that's the first true. time that I had to that I had to manage planes on the tables. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, Mike was flying, and it, and we both saw the dust devil. And we were like, "Dust devil!" You know, we yelled out, yeah. and I ran over to where the guard was going to get hit first. Yeah. I went over to the night, put my hands on the planes, and I closed my eyes and just, you know, shut my
0: mouth as that thing just came whipping through. It would have put yeah. everything on the ground easy as heck. Yeah, so uh, so having said all that, uh, I know we're out of time. we got to go, but uh, there were a couple of really cool things that happened, and uh, we'll talking about them on the next episode. But uh, we did not get to fly the, uh, the 3D Air Adventures because it just was too gusty, and I just didn't want to. Yes, not on no, life, and, and it was just too out of control. We I mean, I was
1: willing to do it, but he just said he no. was,
0: and, and we did fly the fundraiser. <laughs> we did fly the fly the fundraiser, and we could talk about that uh, on our next episode. I just so.
1: took Jay's stance. I mean, it's not my plane, so I'll, I'm willing to fly it. So yeah, he was
0: willing so to fly. It. But uh, but anyway, we uh, we're going to leave you tonight. Uh, join us uh, in two weeks for the remainder of our day. Uh, but for now, I'm Michael from Arizona. And I'm Jay from the Hills of and Texas. And I'm AK Mike in Texas, in Arizona, and in visiting Arizona. All right, we'll see you in two weeks. Let's <laughs> fly.
1: You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.